Well, hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 399. And right now I'm in the car talking to you as I drive to have my MRI on my shoulder. And uh, I'm going, this is gonna be in two parts. I'm gonna put you on pause while uh, I'm actually having the MRI and uh, obviously for obvious reasons and as well as uh, the appointment that I have straight after to talk to my surgeon to find out exactly what's going on inside the shoulder. So I haven't reported on it to you for a while, but um, I've been strengthening around the shoulder. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. So after my surgery, I was doing all the rehab and everything, and everything was tracking really, really well. Uh, I was feeling really strong, uh, a lot earlier than I was with my right shoulder that I had done about two years ago now. So I think I had it done in June or, or July, so yeah, about two years ago. And it tracking really, really well. And I got back into the gym quicker, not because, okay, I'm just gonna get back into the gym quicker, but because I was feeling so good. And I didn't do anything crazy with the weights, just slowly and slowly increased the weights uh, to the point where I was feeling so good that I thought I wanted to create a challenge for myself which was creating my Road to 600 uh, project. You can uh, jump on um, Instagram or Facebook page to have a look at those and uh, where I am with that. Uh, and you know, I pushed my bench press. I wanted to get to 40, 40 kilos by the end of April and I managed to do that and pretty much pain free. So I knew that I was feeling good, and then I just gradually increased, increased uh, a few kilos a week. It's all on record, you can, you can see it, and I've reported each week as to how I've gone. I went up to 60 kilos, but it wasn't like I was doing you know, heaps and heaps of reps on 60 kilos. I might be doing so one or two, two reps at the 60 kilos uh, one time a week. And uh, the, the surgeon doesn't believe that that's necessarily the reason that the shoulder went, went backwards, but um, I started to get some, some sharp pain in the, uh, the time after, um, after the, the bench press. So actually, it wasn't a, like a gradual incre increment in, in uh, pain. It was more a case of, well, I, I did this 60K bench press and I wasn't, I really saw the next day but then gee I would have to look back through my notes but the exact timing let's say a week uh, I was actually doing a leg workout and I woke up the next morning from that leg workout and I was like oh wow I'm getting this really sharp pain through my shoulder and that just continued and continued uh, for uh, a few weeks and with my physio exercise that was it was getting worse and it was starting to feel like the pain that I was getting when I just came out of the surgery. So when you come out of the surgery, you're in a sling and anything like lifting your, so imagine you're holding your arm as you would hold a sling. So your, your elbow is like a chicken wing tucked right into you all the time. And when you lift that elbow out from your body, that sharp pain would really come. And that's what I was getting again and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Have I, have I done some damage from the bench press and stuff? But because the pain didn't come you know, directly after 
I was doing the bench press or in the you know the next couple of days I didn't think it was that and the surgeon doesn't necessarily think it's that either he said look sometimes these things just show up so I, I persisted with different rehab exercise but was finding that it was flaring things up so we had to change things back things off eliminate things and that then meant that I had to stop working my upper body to give it a rest because it was so sore that I was taking anti-inflammatories and rubbing stuff into it and then went to the surgeon back to the surgeon and he I spoke to him on the phone first and then he said look it sounds like it's your AC joint went in he pressed and prodded and he said yeah look it's your AC joint he said I think it's just very inflamed in there right now and he's going to give me a cortisone injection to uh, settle it down. Gave me the cortisone injection, and uh, normally, I don't know, it's a couple of weeks. I had to wait a couple of weeks before he was going to call me back because that's when it takes full effect. Now, in the days after after the, the cortisone injection, it actually got worse, and I thought, well, maybe it gets a little bit worse before it gets better. Uh, but I was also conscious of the fact that. I had stopped for a couple of weeks now working my upper body. Now what I had learned from my right shoulder was that as soon as I backed off everything from my upper body and then stopped working a chest, shoulder and upper back, rear shoulder, rear delts, then I found that the pain started to increase because I was no longer working those muscles that help support the shoulder girdle and the shoulder joint. And with my right, when I started to get back into those exercises, I went from being in pain to being in no pain in as quick as one workout. It's as, it was as simple as that. Uh, I was just starting to work those muscles again and starting to feel really good, and the pain disappeared. So after the two-week phone call, the doctor said, yeah, uh, surgeon, he said, look, it doesn't sound right. So we need to get you to go in and have an MRI, which is what I'm doing today. And we booked it for two weeks because I, he was unavailable for two weeks, so maybe he was going away or something. And it was actually three, it's been three weeks since I had that conversation with him, maybe a little bit more. And that's where I'm heading today to find out what's going on. So where it's at right now is I, I got back into the gym and started working the chest again very, very lightly on the uh, left side normal on the right so I'm doing unilateral exercises so that means one side of the body then the other so using uh, normally exercise um, you know like pieces of equipment that you can sit in and use one one lever at a time and that's been going quite well and doing the same with the back and the last back exercise that I did same concept unilateral I wasn't in any pain the next day uh, and that made me feel really good because I know that I'm strengthening around it, which is making me feel good. But in terms of the actual shoulder, to give you some idea, lifting above my head, lifting out in front of me with my left arm is quite painful. Doing anything like that to uh, the side, so laterally we call that, out to the side, doesn't hurt. Um, and I'm back to doing two kilo exercises, like dumbbell exercises out to the side on the left and I'm in no pain with those. But out to the front, even just with my arm going up, no weight, uh, can hurt. Above my head, can hurt. Lifting my elbow out to the side, so right now if I do that as I'm driving, that doesn't hurt. If I reach down, I'm gonna grab a drink of water. 
that's not too bad either. But depending on the position, so now I've just got to put my hand back on the steering wheel and I feel that um, a mild sharp pain through that AC joint, which is right at the, if you touch the front of your shoulder blade, it's not your shoulder blade, your shoulder, it's kind of, say in the middle, let's just say in that middle region to one side uh, where I get that sharp pain. Uh, so he was just recapping from uh, the surgeon I'm talking about, saying that, look, the tendons were all okay, uh, but um, that's why he thought it was the, the inflamed AC joint. Uh, what we do know is that the, the bursa was very, very inflamed, uh, way more inflamed and had a lot more scar tissue on it compared to my right one when he actually got in there with his camera and started cleaning it up and so forth. Uh, so, and it takes 12 months for the bursa to, you know, really repair itself fully, he says. So, um, I'm sure there's an element of that, but to me it sounds like there's, there's something else that's just not quite right. So, what I'm hopeful for today with the MRI scan is that the MRI actually shows uh, what is the cause, because well, the worst thing that can happen is... You have the scan and it shows nothing. It gives him no more information. Uh, but I'm hoping that that's not actually the case because we are still limited with the technology that we have. The MRI is not the answer to everything. It doesn't scan everything. Um, it, it's looking through layers to you know, take snapshots to interpret what, um, you know, so it can take images so that the surgeon can interpret what all of it means. Uh, but it can't, it can't see everything. And if you go back and you listen to other podcasts that I've done, um, or they would be six months or so ago now, where I talk about uh, MRIs and um, at the other technology that we have, X-rays. I mean, the main things that we have access to, X-rays, MRIs, ultrasound. So it probably goes in the order of ultrasound, X-ray, MRI. And then... Beyond that, it's, uh, it's surgery. Now, when the surgeon went in with his camera, he saw things in me that you can't pick up from uh, an X-ray, you can't pick it up from the MRI, and you can't pick it up from an ultrasound, uh, I already said that, uh, from the MRI, X-ray, or ultrasound, you just can't pick them up. But when you go in and look at things, so you're looking at pictures, you're looking through a camera at tendons and muscles and damaged tissue and so forth. Uh, it's when you actually do that, that's when you can see, okay, well, the MRI didn't show that. And I used the example of the ultrasound. The very first ultrasound that I had showed that I had uh, tendinosis, the thinning of the tendon. But when he actually went in and had a look at the tendons uh, with the camera, he could see that my tendon is completely healthy. And I've got images of it. I must, um, I must put together a, um, some photos of, of it all. Um, and you can see that it's a nice, bright, clean, white, creamy sort of colour that is the sign of a healthy tendon. He said, there's no problem with that. That's all completely healthy. Where the problem was, you look at the bursa and it's like, what am I looking at there? He said, yeah, that's a problem. It's underneath all that. And I can compare it to the right and see, wow, I can see what that one did look like before the surgery and then after he's cleaned it up and I can see what the left one looks like before the surgery and man it's a mess imagine like almost like the thickest kind of 
moist cobwebs that you can imagine, um, just layer over layer over layer, and that's what it looked like. And you can't see uh, the clear uh, tissue uh, because of all that, you know, irritation that's there. So, um, yeah, we, I'm just hoping that the MRI will show him what he needs to, to see. Now, he thinks it's a problem with the AC joint, so bone. Uh, so hopefully uh, we see what it is. But time will tell. In about an hour, I will probably have the answers and I will report back to you. So, so I don't make this uh, podcast too long. Um, I'm going to put this on pause now. I will go off and have my scan. I've still got a little bit uh, of a way to travel yet. And then I'll report back and let you know how things are. But, well, let me give you this first. I'm feeling optimistic. I mean, no matter what he says today, I mean, I know that I'm going to get back. Why do I know that? Because I, I have a self-belief in I'll do whatever it takes to get back and, and better than where I was. Because I was, remember, before surgery, I was in... Uh, pain doing certain lifts and I have the same issue that I had on my right I don't now because I've had that those bits of bone and everything removed shaved off Uh, but I have a self-belief in knowing that yes right now I am in more pain than I was before the surgery and you could look at that and say well why did you even bother having it done you know it's cost you all this money time uh, emotional effort all that kind of stuff Um, why would you bother because I I never want to have to settle and I was determined to get my body right uh, so it doesn't matter what what really happens today I know that I'm going to get it right it's just a, a question of okay so what's the path here what's the next step forward and I think that's the thing you have to remember with life there aren't there won't well there'll be a lot of roadblocks obstacles that come your way and you have to say Do you know what whatever comes my way I'm going to deal with it and because my health and fitness is my number one passion and focus in life, because without life I'm dead, without my health I'm dead, uh, then I, you know, I, I'm going to keep doing whatever is required uh, so that I can live life on my terms. So I will report back to you in about an hour or so. All right, talk soon. Well, hi everyone. It's time for part two. I am back on the way back home. Had to wait for a fair while for the MRI. They were running a little bit behind schedule. Uh, But had the MRI, 20 minutes sitting in that thing, um, straight across the road to see the surgeon. He bangs the the scans up on the screen for me to have a look at. And what I'm becoming better at uh, learning about how to read the MRIs. And whereas before I thought white was good because it was bones and stuff. I mean, bones and tendons and stuff tend to show up as... As, um, as black and we're looking at all the tendons all the tendons look good and strong and attaching clearly attaching to bone and so forth so uh, good uh, but there was a lot of white stuff which is fluid inflammation and that was not the good thing so we looked at the horizontal views of it so imagine you're cutting your bone down in horizontal slices and then doing it vertically as well and you can see that at the end of my uh, shoulder bone that uh, there's a lot of inflammation. He said, there's fluid in the bone there. And I'm like, what fluid in the bone? What's that? How does that happen? So I said, that wasn't there before, was it? He said, no, I don't think it was. 
And uh, so obviously it's happened post-surgery and then there is uh, a lot of information around it. And he said, down into your bicep, tendon, he said, there's a lot of fluid there. And he said, so I, so I pointed and touched. And I said, so do you mean right here? And he said, yeah. And he said, that, is that really painful? I said, no, that's fine. He said, well, it might be just, you know, coming down from the shoulder. So I asked him if we could pull up the previous uh, versions on his computer. And he did that. And you can see that the inflammation of the fluid now is way, way worse than it was before. So you can see that he's cleaned out the, the bits of bone, shaved off the bits of bone that were there before, but obviously something has happened in the process. He says, look, I don't know that it was the, you know, the weights that I was lifting that's done it, but he said, obviously something has made it very angry. And uh, I mean, because I've stopped doing any of that, you know, bench press, flat bench press for the last six weeks, um, you know, I, I feel like it's not that because I'm, I'm not pushing into that, that pain now. I, I only go up to where there's, I only do it while there's no pain. If I feel pain, I either back it off or stop uh, with the, the unilateral exercise that I'm doing. So my feeling is it's not that, but um, maybe I'm still irritating it. Uh, but bottom line is he said to keep doing what you're doing, just be guided by how I feel myself. So... Well, that's a pretty good indication to me. And so what's, how do we fix this problem? And there's basically two courses, and you can probably work out what they are. Uh, and it's always to go the path of least aggressiveness first. And uh, that is going to be uh, initially, um, in, in, her, in uh, Dr. Evans's words, an aggressive course of steroids and... Um, it's basically going to be four days, four days, four days, four days, four days of uh, reducing strength steroids uh, to make them have a, an impact on the, uh, the draining the fluid out. Uh, so I'm off to get those right now and see what kind of impact they are going to have. And um, then he's going to call me in three weeks' time it's like working in three-week blocks um, to see, I guess the guide will be, has there been any improvement? Uh, like, And I guess he'll be looking for dramatic improvement functionally uh, in the pain that I'm feeling. Now for the bad news. If that doesn't have a dramatic impact, then it's back for surgery and I wasn't thinking that that would have to be the case, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, realising that, well, until you get the scans, you know what's going on. Um, and the, that surgery would drain the fluid out. He'd be, you know, cleaning up the end of the bone, seeing what's, what's going on there. And uh, unfortunately, the recovery time is exactly the same as my previous surgery. So probably another six months of recovery. And so I can tell you one thing's for sure, I won't be doing bench press uh, anytime after that surgery if I have to go that way because I don't want to have the same thing recur again. But before we have the surgery, if that's the way it's going to be, I'll be having some more detailed discussions uh, with him about, well, how do we know that it's not going to happen again? And he won't be able to answer that. But I guess it's... Um, just being very clear around um, 
what I should be doing and what I need to be prepared for. Uh, what he did say was, um, I just recorded a short video before this, so I don't know whether I just already mentioned this, sorry, um, about the, the end of the bone saying that he, that's what uh, osteoarthritis uh, comes up looking like on the scan. Um, but um, I said, but uh, that didn't show last time. And he said, no, he didn't think it did. And we looked at the previous scans and you can see that it didn't show up that way. Um, so I don't know, I'm imagining, I don't know, imagine your bones a stick and the bone is now sitting, or the stick is now sitting in this little saucer of fluid. So it shows up as being moist and you know, scanning as, as being fluidy at the end of the, the stick. Uh, so I guess that's how it may present in my mind on there uh, like that and we've got to get rid of the fluid uh, because it's just going it seems to be uh, for my mind getting worse and worse uh, because the pain is certainly not dissipating uh, so I'm going to go on the course of steroids and we'll see see what impact that has and uh, off to the cameras to get those now what I was thinking about which in the moments uh, after I left was, okay, um, my way of thinking is that uh, the fluid is probably a good thing as opposed to a hard substance, um, you know, like a tumour or something like that. I'm assuming a tumour would not show up on the MRI like, like this would. And so I'm thinking, okay, is it cancer at the end of the bone, something like that. And uh, he didn't seem to indicate, well, he didn't indicate that at all. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking, that maybe it's, it's like that. And, uh, he did a, a little test on me, and I, I just told him the exercise that I'm doing, how I've, I've found the exercise I'm doing around the joint, uh, giving me some more, uh, more strength and sensing more stability in the shoulder. He, he did a little test, which, uh, imagine this, you hold your arm out straight, and so my left arm, thumb pointing down towards the ground, lock out your elbow, have your arm comes, say, to a 30, 45 degree angle, horizontal to the ground, like across your body. So put your arm out in straight in front of you, thumb pointing down, bring that arm across your body about 30 to 45 degrees. And that, to me, already hurts, okay? Um, and then he puts a, a little downward pressure, which hurts some more. And then he asked you to push up. And I was like, yeah, no, I can hardly push up at all on that side. It's, and he said, yeah, that's your AC joint. Um, so that's where all the fluid is. That's where the inflammation is. That's why it hurts like hell uh, when there's any pressure like that. The thing is, like, like driving here right now, my, if I have my left hand on my, my um, thigh, my, way, um, you know, my lap, zero pain. Most of the day, it's zero pain. It's only the functional things when I'm doing things. Uh, above the head, out in front, that kind of stuff, where it hurts and hurts a lot. Uh, so they're the they're the things that are really flaring. So let's see, hey, let us see. One step at a time. I feel positive. Um, I feel good about the steroids that they're going to do something good. I mean, you don't want to have, you know, these drugs into your system, uh, but I it's. It's a much less aggressive way than having surgery to go in there and, and do that. I'd much rather uh, do it this way than that way. So I'm hoping 
that these aggressive suckers over the next four days are going to start to do something immediately and I will start to feel the benefits straight away. In the meantime, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, just listen to the body. Um, I am going to do a workout later today and uh, I'm not due to do a chest one just yet, but it'll probably be tomorrow. And uh, Yeah, we'll see. We will see. The fun and games of your shoulder, eh, and injuries, and um, just got to push forward. So think positive, go one step at a time, and then you make a decision when you get to the next one. Because I could get all depressed and think about what ifs and say, wow, maybe it's cancer, and maybe that means radiation, maybe I'm going to die early, all that kind of stuff. But he didn't mention the word a tumor or cancer or anything like that. Uh, we go one step at a time. Okay, one step at a time, baby steps before we start to make the next decision. So that's me out for today. I will update you daily as to how I'm going with my steroids and um, rehab. All right, that's me out. See you tomorrow at day 400.